So thank you guys for coming out and joining another episode of Hot Topics. I appreciate you guys coming to spend your time with me. We have a lot of exciting things that are going to be going on today. Um, First of all, we're going to do our weekly word. So we're going to learn something new. Um, The next thing we're going to do is we're going to um, talk to some interesting guests that we have on the show for today. Um, I have two special ladies that are coming on. The first one is our urban cash coach, um, Ms. Nicole Simpson. Um, she'll be coming on to discuss business insurance with us and tell us why it's important. Um, and then I also have uh, Montisha Mo Hickman. Um, she's a real estate agent, um, and she is from um, Weikert Realtors, um, Hallmark Properties in Ormond Beach, Florida. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, since we're starting our minority um, business, small business spotlight, um, just wanted to take a moment to talk to some um of our entrepreneurs that we have locally in the city and then um, see, you know, what products and services they offer um, for us in the community that we might not know about. So first we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, We'll talk about this weekly word of mine. So this week's word is gonna be focus. Um, Focus, the word focus means to center upon something or to concentrate on it. Um, revolve your business around it, um, make it a focal point, something that is very important to you. So synonyms for the word focus would be absorption, which means that you're absorbed in something, to have direction or be engrossed in something, or to concentrate or focus on something totally. So focus is important because it enables us to be able to have the ability to think, it gives us the option, the opportunity to be able to solve our problems, um, concentrate on one specific goal, and then become engrossed in that goal and bring it to fruition. So focus is the gateway to all thinking. Um, It helps with perception and memory. It also helps with concentration, your learning, um, the ways of reasoning, and your problem solving. So focus is a very, very important thing, and we don't want to take it lightly because if we don't have focus in our lives, um, our ability to be able to think can be disturbed. So you definitely want to be able to focus and have focus and direction in your life, especially when it comes to business, because your business will not grow if you are not focused on how to make that happen. So real quick, five ways that we can focus. Um, and become more determined to put this focus in our lives. Um, First would be to set up your day the night before. So when you're planning your day out, if you have things that you know you need to accomplish for the following day, Mm -hmm. make sure that you plan those things out and get it set up for the day before, whether it's putting your clothes out for you to wear for the following day, getting yourself together, getting the kids together, prioritizing your day for the following day. I know um, a lot of times I like to sit down and I'll write um, out the three most important things that I have to get done for the following day. That helps me to make sure that I get at least three things done um, throughout the day. And it also helps me to be able to prioritize. So if you like to set up your night before, just like I do, um, you'll want to make sure that you lay your clothes out, get kids ready, everything that you need to do in order to be able to Um, set your night up so that when you get up the next morning, it'll be a smooth transition. That'll help you to be able to focus on your day. The second thing that'll help you to be able to focus is to do the most difficult thing first. So 
I know a lot of times we wait until the last minute. We procrastinate with the hardest thing because we figure if we get the easy things done first, then we'll be able to move on to the difficult thing and tackle that last. But usually what happens is you spend so much time focusing on that difficult thing that you have to do last that you may not even get done doing the first thing that you needed to do to begin with. So you want to make sure that the most difficult thing on your list out of those three or five um, things that you choose, you want to make sure you tackle that first. That way it gives you an opportunity to handle the easier things and then you can carry on and focus on something else. The third thing that you want to do in order to be able to focus is to eliminate distractions and anything that could waste your time or be time consuming for you that's going to take away from you focusing on your goal. Um, I used to hear this saying all the time that, you know, if it doesn't make dollars, then it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so if it's not increasing your business, if it's not making you money, helping you to be able to grow your business, it's a distraction. So you want to make sure that you eliminate things that could pose distractions for you or that you could potentially be wasting time on, even if it's something that could potentially be important. A lot of times there are things that we'll spend so much time on and it could be something that's important to our business. But for the fact that we spent so much time on it, it wasted time that we could have spent doing something else. So you want to make sure that you spend in a lot of amount of time, setting a lot of amount of time for yourself in order to be able to maximize the amount of time that you have. Because we all only have 24 hours in a day. Um, some people accomplish more than others, and that's probably because they prioritize and handle their business and eliminated the distractions. The fourth thing that you're going to want to do um, in order to be able to focus is to regenerate your energy and keep it up. A lot of times we get burnt out. We get so excited. We're excited about taking care of things. And then all of a sudden we look up, it's 12 o'clock. We had lunch. We tired. We don't want to do nothing else. You have to make sure that you keep that same energy. I know y'all have heard that term before. Keep that same energy that you had at seven o'clock in the morning after you go and have lunch. Because guess what? We still got work to do whether you work it for yourself or whether you're working for somebody else, the work still has to be done. So you want to make sure that you keep the energy up um, and stay focused on the task. And then the last thing that you're going to want to do is remind yourself of your goals, remind yourself of what it is that you need to be focused on and why you're focusing on this object or why you're focusing and centering your time on this task. Why is it important to you? What is the reasoning behind it? What are you going to obtain at the end of it? Those reminders and thinking about the end goal is what will help you to be able to keep that energy up and it'll help you to be able to stay focused on the goal. So that's my weekly word for today, focus. Um, making sure that you um, concentrate and center your energy upon your business. Focus on pouring into your business. Focus on being positive um, and different ways that you might be able to make money and do the things that you enjoy. So um, next we will move on to um, our first interview. Our first small business spotlight that we have will be with 
um, our Urban Cash Coach, Miss Nicole Simpson. Thank you, Miss Nicole, for coming out. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you inviting me. Yes, yes. I know we have um, a long-standing relationship now. I know um, we've been through. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you because I know that you have a wealth of knowledge, um, and I'm trying to start doing a spotlight on different businesses um, within Ohio. And your business is one of the first ones that came to mind because it's so critical. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot of stuff that, you know, I talked to you about that I didn't know. So I know that there's a lot of people out there that will really, really benefit from the information that you have to provide. So before I, before I start asking you all of these questions, um, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us a little, little bit about Miss um, Nicole. Sure, sure. So uh, my name is Nicole A. Simpson. Um, that A is important. I like to throw that in there. And I'm the president of Go Fund Your Life, which is actually an education and resource firm. Um, it was truthfully designed because when I was starting to build my business, I've been in insurance for over 11 years now, actually over 12 years, going on 13. Um, I started to realize that a lot of the reasons why people were using GoFundMe accounts were for things that they could have probably solved with some type of insurance. So that was where the name Go Fund Your Life came from, was that everything that came from my business was going to help individuals like yourself learn how to go ahead and fund yourself um, for whatever those things are. So you heard Roxanne use the word, uh, the title Urban Cash Coach. Urban Cash Coach is also a business brand, and that is the education arm of Go Fund Your Life. So Urban Cash Coach is just me sharing information, knowledge, and things like that about finances, insurance, and, and anything that has to do with overall well-being and well-being together. Um, so I'm here locally in Central Ohio, and I am servicing right now seven different states um, and currently looking to expand. I've got about mm, nine agents now between Ohio and some of the surrounding areas that we do serve. Um, and we offer everything with the word insurance in it. So if you want to get insurance for Fido, we got insurance for your doggy. We got insurance for your architecture firm. We have insurance for health. And we also offer employee benefits. So any and all things that uh, have to do with insurance or financial coaching, uh, we can accommodate that here at GoFund Your Life or with Urban Cash Coach. Amazing. So I never would have thought that there would be so many different types of insurances that are available out there. Um, as an insurance agent, um, when you are you, because I know that you said that you're in seven states, does that mean that you're able to offer insurance in all seven of those states? That is correct. So currently we're offering home, auto, and life in, in seven, seven states around, um, around the country. Nice, nice. I like it. I know I had the opportunity myself to be on a meeting earlier today um, with one of your coworkers, and we discussed some business insurance. Um, there was a lot of different um, things that I didn't know about business insurance, some of the benefits um, to having business insurance. So would you be able to tell us, tell the viewers a little bit about um, how how important business insurance is for a business owner. 
which one of my colleagues did you work with today? Um, oh shoot. Oh, you asked me that too quick. So, um, Dave, uh, wait a minute. Look, I'm like, I want to go back and look his name up because, um, I told him to call me tomorrow too. Uh, Jimmy. So that Jimmy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I told him to call me tomorrow because we're going to, um, we're going to look at, um, business insurance for my staff, for the employees. Okay, gotcha. So that's why I was curious because I do have several different specialists. So depending on who you spoke to today was going to help me determine how I would answer that question. So um, business insurance in general, um, it has so many different things. So what, what you are talking about right now is actually employee benefits, which is an insurance that is being provided from an employer down to employees and owners. And then there's also the protection and safety nets for what most people are used to getting, which is like the general liability insurance and property insurance to be able to cover their business assets and things like that. Um, I just want to say, as far as business insurance is concerned, it's really, um, it's really important that folks understand what it is and how it works. So when we're trying to prepare for insurance, we're always trying to prepare you guys for the worst possible scenario, right? So every time I sit down with my client, I am literally thinking the worst thing. I'm thinking, what if they die? What if they get sick? What if there's a tornado? What if there's a pandemic? What if there are riots and somebody comes and breaks out your windows? I am already thinking about all of those worst case scenarios and what you have at risk in order to be able to protect you from that, okay? That's important because I'm a human being and I can touch and feel and know and understand the way that your business works, right? So yes. when it comes down to business insurance, you really want to take the opportunity to work with someone who can truthfully understand your business and what you have at risk because insurance is truthfully a financial safety net because guess what all the things that i just mentioned they gonna happen whether you have insurance or not right and all of those things have happened in the last two years we've had tornadoes i mean we just we people businesses have been shut down for first the pandemic and then after that riots vandalism you name it everything has possibly happened in the last you know two years come come combined and when you think about what the cost of that could be to you actually being able to build your business, to be able to continue to scale and grow and build wealth, it could be detrimental. There are businesses that were already on the verge of potentially closing their doors just because they lost income because of COVID-19, right? So we already know that. And that affected all of us. And unfortunately, there wasn't any pandemic insurance. So there was nothing that I could do there per se. Now, when they got ready to open their doors back up, you look out and now their windows are busted out. Now somebody has set their building on fire. Now all of their items have been looted up out of their stores or out of their restaurants or you know out of their shops. And mm. that is a detrimental cost that came after a major economic blow. So when you think about insurance, insurance should be that safety net to say, okay, I ain't got it. I'm not going to be able to reach into my, my purse, my pocketbook, my bank account to be able to take care of this. So I need to have the insurance company step in to be able to help me. Okay. Because if I don't, then that's going to cause me to go either further in debt or potentially out of business. There are businesses right now today that are potentially going to close their doors simply because they cannot afford to turn the lights back on, replace all of their property and things like that that have been damaged. 
in Dayton last year when they had the tornadoes that went through, there were businesses that could not open the doors after the tornadoes went through because they didn't have any insurance to come in and replace all of their things. And that's what insurance is designed to do. Insurance is designed to indemnify. And that word specifically means to bring you back whole, to put you back exactly the way that you were, um, or in some cases, in a better place before we got there. So it's going to, of course, re replace your property. It's going to be able to repair any damages that you have in the event of business insurance. And that's just the stuff that we know and we can touch, taste, and smell. On the flip side of that, what if someone sues you? What if somebody comes into your business and gets hurt if they slip or they fall? All the things that you do with the natural course of your business from day to day, you are always putting out, putting yourself out at risk because you're dealing with different customers all the time. And you don't know which one of those customers has ill will, has ill intentions towards you, and you don't want to have to worry about that. So your insurance is going to be what comes in as that safety net because if someone sues you, you're going to be able to call me up and say, hey, Nicole, I've got this lawsuit, and we're going to start the claim. Now, inside your general liability policy is a little Olivia Pope, okay? And she's in there to design to fix everything that's going on. She's going to make sure that you've got an attorney. She's going to make sure that you've got representation. She's going to see to it that if it has to come down to a settlement, you don't have to go down to Huntington Bank and ask your banker how you're going to pay $10,000, 20000 $40,000 because Tyrone came into your store flipped and fell, and now his neck and his back is broke, and he's suing you. Mm -hmm. That's $2 million general liability insurance is for, and people don't realize that all of those things are built inside of it, and it's all designed to protect you, because whether you have it or not, Tyrone or his brother, he gonna come in your store, and he gonna fall, and he gonna sue you, and you either mm -hmm. gonna call your pope, or you gonna call the bankruptcy lawyer, because you may have to go out of business, because you might not be able to pay out that lawsuit. So insurance is extraordinarily important because it's going to replace and repair, or it's going to be able to help you with settlements and cover your legal costs. So on both sides of those things, every business needs to have those areas of protection because you never know. I get excited about it. I love it. I love it. You know what? It's so, it's so exciting because you know that you are helping somebody. You know what I mean? You know how important it is. So, and, and we don't. Just like you said, when it comes to the insurance, if that person would have had insurance um, before the pandemic started, then they would have been able to pay themselves for a little while so that they could stay out of the issue of the unemployment and the whole stress of that. Um, I'm saying that because there is no such thing as pandemic insurance. Um, there are some things that are out there um, that are that are up for litigation currently but I, I can't say that it, there's any insurance that would have protected us from the pandemic per se but that was already a big heavy blow so now mm -hmm. that knocked you down to the quick right you everything's been off the table from that right and, back, and you get ready to open your doors up and now somebody's gonna bust out your windows and steal all your stuff right right from really really bad to as worse as it could get and that secondary thing, we would have been able to cover that, you know, and, and make sure that everything was still together. You know, flooding, goodness, we done had so many floods uh, here in Columbus, Ohio. Colonial Village woke up two times in the last two months underwater. 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 Oh, my God. It's a major thing. And so there's insurance to be able to cover water damage and flooding and things like that. 
And guess what? The flood came. People had a lot of water damage. Some people had to pay out of pocket. Some people are going without. And some people got a big, fat, juicy check. I can tell you for a fact that my company sent out a check over $30,000 to somebody who had um, some water back up in their basement. And I can tell you that the most that they paid for that policy was maybe $1,200. And they got a $30,000 check. So tell me insurance ain't sexy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm over here like, woo, I could make a $1,200 investment to be able to ensure that, you know, I make sure that all my stuff is taken care of because I would hate for something to happen and then I'm not able to cover myself. Right. So um, tell me, because a lot of times we we hear insurance and we are like frightened of it. We think we can't afford it. We think that like we have to have credit in order to be able to get it. Um, there has to be some extraordinary event for us to be able to get this insurance. So um, could you explain to the viewers how simple it is um, to be able to apply for the insurance and that you don't need a perfect credit score? Yeah, so when it comes to business insurance, um, I'm, I won't say that credit is not um, is not considered because there are going to be times where we're going to look at your consumer report. Now, we're not going to call Experian, TransUnion. We don't care about what they're saying, but we will pull some type of consumer report that will give us some information about the type of um, background financially and consumer-wise that you have. So that does play a small role. The biggest thing that affects business owners when it comes to insurance, though, is the fact that they've been operating without any insurance prior. So sometimes that looks kind of bad. Like, well, when did your business start? Oh, my business started in 2016. Oh, great. Who was your prior insurance that you're leaving to come here for? Oh, I didn't have any. So sometimes that makes it a little bit difficult because underwriters and things like that are kind of looking like, well, what have you been doing for this period of time? Um, it raises red flags because that may mean that you're only coming to get the insurance now because you know that there's a claim that's coming. So those are really some of the things that are more harmful than not. The next thing when it comes to rating, most business insurance is going to be rated on your revenue or if you're like an event planner or you do something that's tied to events, the number of events that you're going to do. Now, one common mistake that I find people make all the time is that when I have to ask them the financial questions, hey, what is your revenue? They'll say, well, you know, God told me that this is going to be a million dollar business, so I want you to put down a million dollars in the call. And I'll say, you know, I believe in God, and I know that God probably did tell you that, but I need to know what the paperwork says. Because okay. <laughs> If you've got a million dollar business, then I have to insure a million dollar business. And so it costs a lot more money to cover a million dollar risk than it does a $10,000 risk. So you really need to know your numbers. You need to know exactly how much money you are already making. And if it's a startup, you've got to have that business plan. So you can tell us how much money you project to make. And then we'll go back and basically do an audit a year later to see how close you were to what you projected. And then what your payroll is going to be. And so these questions oftentimes confuse people because, hey, I don't, I don't know what my payroll is going to be. I don't have employees. I don't know how much I'm going to pay myself. But those questions absolutely matter because if I have a taco stand and I make $10,000 a year, that's one thing. If I have a taco stand and I make $100,000 a year, that means I'm seeing a lot more people, right? So I have 
potential of getting a lot more people sick if I have, if I make an error or a mistake versus the $10,000 taco truck. So obviously the one that makes more money, has more revenue, has more risk, that's going to cost more. So the, the value of that insurance is oftentimes going to be based on the information that is given. And then also just how risky your particular class of business is. So there are some classes that are just super, super low risk. You know, if you got a low office, pencils and papers, hey, that's easy. You want to get out the door really, really, really cheap. If you are a renaissance person, you are a jack or a jane of all trades, and you don't know exactly what specifically thing that you want to do, it's going to make your insurance costs extraordinarily high because now each line of risk I have to write coverage for. So if you're a handy person and you do carpentry and you do electrical, you do plumbing, you'll come out and you'll take the bird's nest out of my tree. If you'll do all of those different things, that's fine. We love you for it. But each one of those is a line item of risk. So it's going to continue to add up. So we'd much rather see you just come in and say, I'm a plumber. Because that's easy, because I know what you do. Everything inside of plumbing is covered. When you start dibbling and dabbling, that's when we start adding on more premium. Okay, okay. So is, is business insurance the same thing as error and omissions insurance? Do you it's, know any? Error and omissions insurance is professional liability. So essentially... When you're looking at the beginning stages of any insurance, you're going to be starting with some type of liability insurance. So mm -hmm. most go after general liability and then professional liability, also known as E&O, errors and emissions, are going to be for individuals who are providing advice, um, if they're giving any type of information that someone could use to possibly cause harm. Um, so that's going to be like your consultants. Uh, your tax professionals, because if you make an error or a mission, imagine that you're doing somebody's taxes and you miss a decimal point or you add a zero or you didn't add a zero, things could be really, really bad. So yeah. when that comes back, that, that kind of injury is a professional injury because it was based on a professional error. So that type of coverage will come back to pay out in the event that you made a mistake. Um, so essentially most people who have licenses or people who are offering advice, people who are dealing with money and things like that typically have to have that errors and emissions, which is just professional liability insurance. And all liability is, is just like your car insurance. If you have liability only, you know that that is not going to cover you. You're not going to get a brand new car if you get in an accident, but it is going to cover the damages that you cause if you hit somebody else, right? Mm, right. So same thing with our business liability. It's professional liability if we cause professional damages to someone. General liability if we cause actual physical damages to someone or something or some place that we're renting. Okay. These are designed to cover the folks that we do business with day to day. Okay, nice. So I'm going to have to talk to you about some um, errors and omissions insurance later. <laughs> I do appreciate you so much. Um, is there anything else um, that you think that we need to know when it comes to business insurance, um, its importance, or um, how to uh, apply for it? You know, the main thing I just want to say is just please, if you're new to business, try not to go out and apply on any of these dot-com websites. Um, because they won't give you a certificate that says anything under the sun because it, it, it don't matter to them. They're going to take your 
they're going to give you a certificate and you might find out that you don't have coverage that responds because you haven't appropriately answered the questions the way that you needed to. You know, oftentimes landlords and people who are doing contracts and things like that, they'll say, hey, we can't do business with you until you have proof of insurance. We want to see this certificate that says that you have general liability before you can move in, before you can make step A, B, and C, which is fine, <clears throat> but you have to realize that they're trying to protect themselves. So you can get that certificate, but you should really talk to an agent so you can explain your total business. So that you don't just get the general liability to protect them, you might also need some property coverage. You might also need to have some errors and emissions coverage. And your agent is going to be able to help understand your business and make those recommendations. So that's really the biggest thing. You know, just make sure that you get into, um, build a relationship. That's your insurance professional and your attorney and your accountant. Those three people should really be on speed dial on your phone at all times because whenever you're making a change in your business, it probably has triggered some type of a event that requires a change in your insurance. And all three of us typically are working together because my insurance is gonna protect your assets. Your assets being protected is gonna make your accountant very happy. Keeping your attorney involved and making sure that everything is taken care of is hopefully gonna prevent a lawsuit so you never have to make a file on your insurance claim. So all of those things are interconnected. But it's just a good idea to talk to somebody, you know, don't try to do it yourself. We have licenses. We have to go to um, several hundred hours of training and education, continuing education on a regular basis so that we're always up to date with the most um, uh, up to date knowledge about insurances. And, you know, and find somebody that specializes in business insurance. Now, I do do all things, but if I had to tell you I specialize in something, my first specialty is definitely life insurance, followed by business insurance, and then I do home and auto. Some people do home and auto, right? Like that's their thing. They specialize in that, and then they play around in business insurance. Um, you know, depending on how involved your business is, that could be um, detrimental to you because they may not understand how all of those work together. So find somebody that specializes in your type of business so they understand all the ins and outs and how to make sure that you're best protected. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much, Miss Nicole. I appreciate you thanking, taking your time to come and talk to us about business insurance. It's really important. You guys, Miss Nicole, I have entrusted her with the most important person in my life. Um, she has got some insurance for, um, for me for my mom, and she's really, really sick, you guys. So, um, and Miss Nicole was able to find her some insurance that was reasonable um, and that fit with our needs. So I appreciate you, Miss Nicole. If you could please tell people how they can get in contact with you so they can get some insurance. Absolutely. So um, I've got a toll-free number. It's 866-906-GFYL. Um, that's Go Fund Your Life. Uh, G-F-Y-L. Yeah. Um, locally, I can be reached at 614-707-5227 or at www.gofundyourlife.com. Uh, look me up at Urban Cash Coach on social media or Nicole A. Simpson. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty easy to find, very accessible, um, and I, I love people. So if you want to deal with somebody who's just going to love on you and be bossy and make sure you get protected, I'm probably your girl. <laughs> 
Yes, for sure, for sure. Thank you so much, Miss Nicole. I appreciate it. Um, know that um, you are the first of my small business spotlight. So um, we are doing, we're doing a, um, we're doing, we're gonna do one every month. So you are my very first one, um, and then at the end of the year. Um, people have an opportunity to be able to vote on the most valuable business. So um, you could potentially be getting something special um, for being one of our trusted businesses in the city. So thank you so much for your service. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. So um, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys for taking the time out to listen to Miss Nicole. Definitely make sure that um, you check her out because she can help you with all of your insurance needs. Um, like I said, I know firsthand because she has definitely helped me, myself, and my personal life and my family. Um, so you want to check her out. I'll definitely post the information for you on um, my social media so that you'll be able to um, have access to her later on. Um, and we have another um, small business spotlight that we're going to be doing this evening. Before we jump into that one, real quick, um, I would like to go over um, some funding opportunities um, and then also a webinar that we have going on this week. You know, I try to make sure that um, I discuss different funding opportunities that they have around the city um, for small businesses where you might be able to get some funding. So. This week, you want to make sure that if you haven't already, definitely take advantage of the small, um, the small Business Cares Act funding that's out there. Um, they still have money for PPP, so if you haven't applied for that yet, definitely apply for that. If you need income for um, you and your employees, it can give you up to $10,000 in assistance, so definitely take advantage of the PPP. Um, they also have the IDLE um, and the IDLE Advance. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity to take advantage, take advantage of everything that they have. There's other opportunities through the small, through the government that they're offering for small businesses. So um, make sure that, you know, instead of us complaining about what we don't have, we take advantage of the things that are out there that we could possibly have. Um, there's going to be a webinar tomorrow. Um, that's going to discuss startup funding and options for both small businesses and social enterprises and nonprofit organizations. That training is going to be tomorrow, June 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it'll talk about various options for startup funding. That you can find the training at um, HTTP. Um, forward slash forward slash urban awareness usa.org um, forward slash social entrepreneurship nonprofit. So I'll also post that link on my website as well um, so that you'll have the opportunity to be able to go to Urban Awareness USA and apply. Um, if for some reason you are unable to click the link, definitely just shoot me an inbox and I will send the link to you directly. Um, UrbanAwareness.org also has another. Um, grant that they're giving out right now it is for in-kind donations. It's ending August the 31st, and they're giving away up to 20 computers um, to help address the needs of underserved populations. So if your organization is in need of computers, they are giving away in-kind donations for computers, and you can get up to 20 of them to help your small business. The last one that I'm going to talk about real quick before we meet our second um, small business is going to be the Bank of America grant. Now, I know we discussed the Bank of America grant a couple of weeks ago. It was something that had came out the beginning of June, June the 1st. 
um, it is a grant that they are giving out through the Charitable Foundation Trust. It can be reached out at www.bankofamerica.com forward slash foundation. And they'll be giving this funding away until the 26th of June. So if you haven't already had the opportunity, please take the time to go to bankofamerica.com and fill out your grant application so that you can get some funding for your business. Now, Penny, um, I would like to um, highlight my second small business, and that would be uh, my Tisha Mo Hickman. Um, I'm going to talk to her about real estate. Um, she also does um, some insurance. So we'll talk to her about um, about about purchasing properties and um, how easy it is or how complicated it might be to be able to do so. So, Miss Montisha, how are you today? I am doing well. How are you doing, Roxana? Pretty good, pretty good. And it's okay if I call you Mo? Absolutely, of course. Uh, funny story, I am sitting here. I was trying to take a quick sip of my coffee before you uh, introduced me. Apparently, I'm just learning how to drink out of a cup today. So, <laughs> I missed my whole mouth, and I'm over here trying to rectify that situation. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Never too old to learn new things. That's moral of that story. I'm telling you, I was over here trying to clean myself up too. I think that must be a thing for today. <laughs> I miss my whole face altogether. <laughs> yes. But I do appreciate you um, taking the time to um, talk to us um, about real estate. I know that is something that's important to you. Um, especially, I know that, you know, you're not here with us per se in Ohio anymore because you've had the opportunity to branch out in your business and move over to Florida. Um, should have took me with you. (laughs) 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 Yes, but it's okay because now you've given me an opportunity to be able to have somewhere to come and visit and also to be able to purchase um, some property. Um, If I want to have the opportunity, I could do like Airbnb or um, something exciting um, with it. So um, before before I'm all overly excited, I like real estate too. Let me let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and um, your background. Okay. Um, Well, I am, I spent, I guess, about 20 years in Columbus. Um, I used to work for Nationwide Insurance. Um, I was a paralegal supervisor there for, I guess, the better part of 10 years. I was also a certified mediator. Um, I used to volunteer down at the local court right there in downtown Columbus. Um, But it's cold there. So (laughs) um, in my travels, um, I was just lucky enough like you said, to be able to relocate here to Florida um, and real estate. The Florida, Daytona Beach area where I am is expected to grow into the largest city here in Florida by 2028. Um, So the development here is real. Um, And as everyone knows, it is a vacation state. Um, So people vacation here to look for vacation homes. Um, And it's just a really great income opportunity um, if you're looking for other ways to make passive income. Um, maybe you don't have time per se to look for a second job or to 
necessarily, you're not necessarily familiar with stocks. You're just not really sure where to put your extra income that you have and figure out how to make that grow. Um, but real estate is where it should be going <laughs> um, because property is power. Um, and we have to, quite frankly, just in our communities, start to understand um, that every wealthy person that we see, every person in a position of power throughout the country um, owns multiple properties. Uh, most of their business has some real estate aspect, um, whether it's commercial real estate, whether they're doing some sort of property management or real estate, um, getting into some sort of intellectual property, which is a whole nother ball game. Um, but real estate has a lot of different facets to it and it has a lot of different ways for you to make income. Um, but you don't necessarily have to have a real estate license to do that. You can simply purchase a property and utilize it as an Airbnb. Um, you can rent out the property and you know give an opportunity to a family who may not be in a position yet to buy. Um, there's just so many other different variables that go along with what you can do. Um, and then there's just so many different advantages because once you own that piece of property, now you have options, you have buying power, you have credit, um, you have flexibility to move and decide, you know, what do I want to do now that I have this power? Um, and a lot of people just don't realize what that is. Some of us even own homes and we're just simply not taking advantage of the buying power that those homes allow us to have, especially if we get into certain financial situations. We're not sure how to get out of that. Oftentimes, you're literally sitting in the thing that can help you um, create some additional financial options for yourself. Um, so those are the things that I'm kind of preaching here um, and everywhere and spending so much time in Columbus. I still feel very rooted there with a lot of friends and family. Um, so it's important to me to make sure not that I'm spreading my wings here in Florida, but educating and helping my friends and family um, and my communities there in Columbus to also be able to realize those same dreams and understand that you don't have to move to Florida to be able to take advantage of those. Yes, yes. I think um, especially, you know, when it comes to us, we don't think about purchasing properties or um, owning anything for that matter. So. Um, the education part is key, um, teaching us that, you know, having a piece of property or owning your own real estate can actually make you money um, and can be a benefit. I think that that's a great thing. Um, do you know, is there funding that's available? Um, say you don't have the money to purchase um, a property up front. Is there ways to be able to get funding to purchase property? Absolutely. Um, quite frankly, there's options just right there in your local area. Um, oftentimes, down payment assistance is the biggest hindrance to us moving forward to look at buying a home because you know you have to have anywhere from 5 to 20% down depending on your situation or what type of financial funding you're looking at. Um, and oftentimes, if you're looking at, say, a even a $150,000 home, if I have to put down, say, 10%, $15,000 is sometimes an unattainable amount, you know, in our, for us to proceed. Um, but in right there in your local communities, there are all types of down payment assistance programs, specifically um, here in Florida, we have what we call our Mid-Florida Housing Program. Um, and I work 
closely with Lydia, who runs that program, to just help people understand where they are with their their current situations. Um, you know what they need to do to build their credit, establish credit, um, and once they go through those programs and they help you understand what that looks like, help you fix any credit situation that you may have, then they will oftentimes give you a certificate. That certificate is generally worth anywhere, depending on your area, um, can be up to $40,000. Um, that can go a long way towards getting you into the home that you want. Um, you know, sometimes I, I liken it to going to the car dealership. You know, sometimes if you go to buy a car, if you don't really have looking at a car but they're going to take you the car that you are eligible to get you're not necessarily going to drive off of the lot with what you wanted um, but with that down payment assistance program and you make the changes that they help you uh, work with you to make in addition to your income and what you're eligible for it can really increase your buying power um, and you can choose you know the home that you want the home that you plan on spending you know five ten fifteen thirty years in um, so that is very important. On top of that, um, there are often different grants um, and other funding that may be available to help you in certain areas, maybe a, a low income or rehabilitation areas where you may be able to look at that funding. Um, the HUD programs often have a lot of um, assistance and other programs that can help you, um, especially in, in a lower income situation, be able to move from renting to going into a home ownership situation. Um, a lot of times we just think that either those programs don't exist or we're not eligible. Maybe sometimes we think we make just too much money to be able to qualify for anything. I know that for a long time I was that person. I thought, oh, I, they're never going to give me anything because I just make just enough that they say I don't qualify, you know, for any of these types of assistance. But we're just generally talking ourselves out of opportunity. Um, so since we, what I've learned to do with myself is to take everything that I assume and go to the expert and let them tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, because assumptions, we, I won't even say, but they, we know what assumptions are. You assume you make a out of you, not me, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I try not to assume. Um, we always say, our, my credit's bad. My credit's horrible. I can't get a house. Well, specifically right now with everything that's going on and the way the economy is, if we're paying attention to the financial news and what they're doing with the Federal Reserve and they're lowering those interest rates, they are coming up a little bit just because everybody kind of relaxed a little bit. Um, but unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me, as the pandemic starts to flare back up, um, it's likely that they will go back and start to make some changes again and possibly lowering that. So those advantages make someone who may have felt that they weren't in a position before to buy, um, maybe in a better position today. Um, I talk a lot, you know, I do Roxana. Um, but I recommend, I recommend everybody go check your credit score right now. <laughs> I don't know if you checked it in January, but I don't care what happened in January. Go check it right now. Because my, particularly mine, went up 140 points in the last 30 days. So that's, wow. what, that's just a sign of what's happening in the economy and what they are doing to give us more buying power so that we can put more money back into the economy to try to, as best as possible, avoid a recession, which 
it's a whole nother topic, but nonetheless, check your credit score. <laughs> what you think you couldn't do yesterday, you most likely are in a much better position to do today. Um, with respect to lending institutions, they are creating all types of funding programs right now, um, specifically to help people with lower um, income and credit scores to help you be able to buy. So there are a lot of no down payment or low down payment assistance funding, or excuse me, loan programs out there um, that you may not be aware of that also may put you in a position of buying power that you don't think you have today. Um, it's a lot of information out there and you can spend days and be confused. I recommend <laughs> speaking to somebody who is in real estate or even a loan professional. Um, you know, there are mortgage loan originators at your banks. They are more than happy to talk to you and look at your situation and help you figure out what direction you need to go in and what you're eligible for. Uh, PNC, I'm not plugging anybody specifically, but PNC um, has been, I think, very vocal in announcing that they have a lot of programs for minorities and other people to be able to take advantage of. They also have some grant opportunities, so I would recommend going to speak to somebody at PNC um, and looking at the various programs that they have as well. Um, what other questions do you have for me? So, so check that credit score, right? I heard that loud and clear, check that credit score. I know that it's an opportunity everywhere. Score. Like they do free ones, right? You can check your credit score for free once a year from all three credit reporting agencies. That's right. Um, Creditreport.org, I think, is the website um, that you can go to, but you can check it once a year for free. Um, Experian has a whole program you can sign up for that is also free where they will monitor your credit. You can also, you know, pay, I think, $30 a month and they'll monitor your credit score and do some other security monitoring for you, like monitoring your credit card, your social security number and things like that against the dark web. Um, so that's actually pretty helpful because right now, especially with the pandemic, cyber attacks have been on the rise. So if you're not sure, you don't recognize something on your credit report, um, experience a trusted website. So I would certainly recommend taking advantage of something like that, whether it's through them or somebody else. Um, but we have to be a little bit more cognizant of our credit and how it works and yes. um, what our rights are. You know, there may be things out there that should are outdated that you need to have removed. And there are all kinds of people, I'm sure, that you are even interconnected with that can help you look at those types of things and help you figure out how to get them removed. Um, it's oftentimes just very simple things that you need to do that will put you right in the position that you need to be. And then just call a real estate agent like myself. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I got one more question, and then I'm going to give you an opportunity to be able to um, tell us how we can reach out and contact you directly. Um, so pre-approvals, is, is that important? Is that yes or a... Pre-approvals are extremely important. Um, funny movie that I'm going to tell you to watch, Neighbors. Have you, if you've never seen that movie, you should go watch it. It's hilarious. Okay. But the real estate agent, it's actually real estate is the whole purpose of the movie. They're trying to sell their house and these frat kids come move in and they're like, no. Um, but if you watch that movie and a lot of the things that she says in there seem funny, but they are so true. 
Um, but that pre-approval, honestly, most real estate agents aren't even going to want to really speak to you until they know that you have gone through that process. Um, because if they don't know that you have the power to buy, um, then there's really no point and purpose. Unfortunately, they're working on commission. Um, so if I drive you around to 18 houses and you've never even checked to see if you're el- you can even get a loan, then we've wasted a lot of time. <laughs> um, and so there's going to be frustration, not just on the agent's part, but on yours too, because you spent all this time. We found a house you love. You're ready. You've already decorated it for Christmas. You got your furniture in there. You're fixing kids dinner all in your mind. And then you find out that now there's this thing on your credit report that you have to take care of before you can even qualify for a loan. And by the time you do all that, that house isn't even going to be there for you anymore. Um, So the pre-approval really should be at least your second step after education um, to at least know where you are and what the possibilities are. That's going to get you everywhere with agents and getting you the opportunity to look at homes and and various things. And if you have the pre-approval, then it's much easier to go talk to the lender. Okay. All right. So I got my first steps going here. So step one, check this credit. Step two, educate myself about um, homeownership and possibly um, get a, a, what did you say? They do like closing costs and things of that sort when you do the training class. So do that. Uh, You'll every state municipality city wherever they do the down payment assistance programs are different so they will specifically tell you what all will be covered within that program um here in florida yes our mid-housing florida program does the portion of the money does go towards the closing costs as well because that's another factor that people will often forget that you don't just need the money up front you need it at the end too um and you'll oftentimes need some money along in the middle for inspections or other things so um, this is where the education piece comes in because you can't just decide I want to go out and buy a house. Even if you get in no down payment, you may need $10,000 at closing. Um, you may need $500 for an inspection. Um, so you just want to really just dig in and, and look at all the resources and talk to friends, family, whoever you know that's in real estate that you feel comfortable having those conversations with without feeling like you are now about to get marketed and sold by somebody that you weren't ready to be you know, buying from, um, then absolutely start asking those questions. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been so informative. I am excited. I'm ready to go out here and get my pre-approval after I get my education next. Yes. Because 2021, I am buying us a house. It is happening. (laughs) So tell me, um, Mo, how can people reach out to you? Um, I am available pretty much everywhere. Um, you can reach me by cell. I actually still have my 614 area code. So my number is 614-330-1021. Um, feel free to text me or leave a message um, there and I will return your call pretty promptly. You can also go to my website. Um, I'm working on condensing the name, um, but it is my first name. So it's Montesha, um, M-O-N-T-E-S-H-A hyphen Hickman, H-I-C-K-M-A-N, dot Weikert, W-I-C-H-E-R-T, hallmark.com. So that's very long. It's a mouthful. Um, so 
I'll be shortening it soon. So I'll update Roxana with that soon. But you can also reach me on Facebook at Mo Hickman um, Realtor. At Mo Hickman RE. And on Instagram, same Montisha Hickman. Awesome sauce. Thank you so much for the plug-in. I appreciate you. Um, know that you are my second small business spotlight. Thank you for taking your time to come on and educate us on the importance of real estate. Um, and time went so fast. Oh my God. It's, it seems like that hour just went so quick. Um, we did have a quick recap. Quick recap. Um, we talked about our weekly word, um, which was focus. Um, make sure you remember to center your energy and focus on yourself and your small business this week. Be absorbed in it, engrossed in it. Um, that's the way that you're going to make money. Concentrate on what it is that you need to do in order to be able to grow your small business. Um, we talked about those five ways to focus, um, setting up your day the night before, doing the most difficult thing first, eliminating the distractions and the things that will waste your time, um, regenerating and keeping up the energy that you have in the beginning, and then also reminding yourself of your goals so that you're able to obtain them. Um, we had our first minority um, small business spotlight with Miss Nicole Simpson um, of Go Find Your Life. Miss Nicole, is there anything you want to say before we um, head out for the night? Uh, unmute yourself, Miss Nicole. Look, I'm like, there we go. <laughs> no, I just said no, but this is very awesome. I'm just so glad that you invited me, and I'm excited that I was the inaugural small business. Mm -hmm. I did for you what you expected. Yes, very much so. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. And Miss Monticia, is there anything, Miss Mo, that you would like to say before we um, end for the evening? Um, just thanks again for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to spend any time with you, of course, um, and to be able to speak to everybody and just give them some information on real estate. If anybody has any questions, feel free to give me a call. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you guys for coming out. I appreciate you guys' time. I definitely will be posting um, the contact information for Miss Simpson and also for Miss Hickman. So if you have any questions or comments, definitely feel free to reach out to these ladies. Mm -hmm. They are a wealth of knowledge in the community. If anybody knows what they're talking about out here when it comes to insurance or real estate, it would be these two ladies. So definitely thank you for coming you could have been anywhere else but you chose to come spend your time here with us be safe out there and make sure you tune in again to another episode of hot topics another no filter production we're here on wednesday evenings at 7 p.m um we also have another podcast that we do on saturdays at 7 p.m called devil's advocate it's where we talk about all of the topics that are surrounding us in the community today um, lastly, um, we do have a, um, podcast on Thursdays, um, the Karen K Rebooted show where we talk about, um, sports. So yes, please. Sir. Yes, Hi, sir. Hi, no yes, I, yes, I, yes, that was, I had to come on and I really had to, uh, tell you, you did an amazing job plugging all of that. Really, I'm sitting there listening like, wow, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> you know so i just had to say you know i appreciate that um thank you uh miss nicole for coming on and uh thank you Monticia. 
for coming on again. I uh, hopefully we'll see you on Devil's Advocate Saturday. Oh, you know I love to argue with you, so you know I'll be there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, and hopefully, you know, um, if you have time, Miss Nicole, uh, feel free to join us. Um, it's Saturdays from uh, 7 to 9, you know, we just talk about the issues, and we, we really have a good time. We do. We do. So this, is, this, is, this will be our 10th show. With us. I'm sorry? Are we supposed to bring a beverage with us? Because I'm not coming Oh, well, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Beverages are, in fact, encouraged. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure you ain't got no bottle because we don't need to look all, you know, but uh, a glass, you know, shot glass, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> you know, let, let's let's keep it somewhat classy. <laughs> you know, so we, yeah, so we, we have a lot of fun. Um, you know, so uh, great show everybody um i really appreciate it um and you guys at home thanks for tuning in we will see you again next week same bat chime same bat channel yes sir from the president and no filter productions thank you all and have a good night mm -hmm.